Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on Disney Plus's Growing Pains. First off, Happy New Year to everybody. We're just getting started in 2020. And apparently, even since the debut of Disney Plus, which was only a couple of months ago, they have already started pulling some content from the site and some fairly well-known titles also. The Sandlot, both Home Alone movies, Shaggy Dog, a couple of Pirates of the Caribbean movies. These are nowhere to be found. Now, granted, there could be some still some licensing issues with, you know, Netflix or some other streaming content provider. So it's probably the case that they're legally obligated to pull some of these because of prior licensing things that, that are going on in the background that we have no idea about. But the fact that they said they were going to have their entire catalog up on Disney Plus and now all of a sudden they're starting to take things away is kind of rubbing some of their customers the wrong way. And not just that, but I found an article from Forbes that was kind of, actually I thought it was kind of funny because not just with the the rollout uh, growing pains that Disney Plus has had when they first started, but I think they're finally starting to, they see a glimmer of what it is to be this giant corporate streaming behemoth that they want to become. And basically, they have found out that their customers, if there's not a whole lot to keep them enticed to stay, they're not going to. Being that everything's non-contract and you don't have to have a contract for so long and everything, seems like a lot of customers, now that The Mandalorian has shown its season finale, and it won't be until probably late this year or early next year before the next season comes out, People are already dropping it because there's not enough there as far as, you know, new original shows or even some of the the stuff that's already been in the vault for Disney to keep people paying, you know, six, eight, 12 bucks a month is just not worth it to most people, especially since a lot of these people already have the DVDs of all of these movies and shows and everything like that. They already have them. Granted, the streaming makes things a lot easier, but if you already have them, why pay a monthly rate to watch something that you already have? And I think Disney's kind of starting to see that eh, maybe they should have planned things out a wee bit better as far as when things were going to roll out, at least to keep people enticed for a full year. Because most of the things that they have on the slate coming aren't going to be coming until early 2021 or late 2020. And of course, that being some of the Marvel series and a few more of the the Star Wars series that are slated to start, you know, showing up. They do have a couple of things that they did slate to start soon as being one being Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the animated series. And they're bringing back Lizzie McGuire from the dead, apparently. To be honest, that is a they do have hardcore followings for those shows, but it's not a very wide audience. So if you want to keep people 
enticed to your product for a long period of time. And granted, they're still they're still learning. They're still getting things ramped up. So I do fault them for not having things laid out like they, you know, in the best way possible. Now, granted, if you want things to be good, you have to wait because, you know, production takes time. Editing takes time. I understand that. But if you want, you should have at least had more things coming down the pipe than just one show, at least to keep people enticed for a little while, you know? So scheduling is probably going to be something that's on top of their list for next year. I would assume. So whenever these other shows do start coming out, then we're going to have, you know, things line up a little bit better to where, you know, hopefully as far as they're concerned that they want to keep us going month to month, unless, you know, you are like some people that prepaid for like a year or prepaid for a couple of years because they did have a couple of those packages floating around. Also, it's one of those things that scheduling is part of the growing pains. The movies leaving is probably just some some legal things that they got to take care of. And as soon as that's taken care of, they'll be back up. They have so many properties, it's insane. So they have to keep track of all of that. But at least now everything's in one place. So hopefully they can get the scheduling down. And then, you know, they won't see people just jumping ship like they are right now. So I'm sure that the people will come back when the shows come back. But... For right now, they may they may have a little bit more of a peek into the psyche of their customers as far as streaming goes. So hopefully they can kind of they'll see exactly what they want to do and get the scheduling down, all of that. We shall see in time. Like I said, it's just growing pains. I mean, it just started. So you can kind of give them a little bit of a pass, a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. So we shall see what they're going to do with it in the the months and years moving forward. But like I said, if they bring, they get the shows back, people are going to come back. It's, it's the nature of the beast, especially with stuff with no contract. It happens all the time. I just don't know if they were expecting it or not. Don't forget, check out the website, downsouthitpodcast.com, the Facebook page at downsouthit. Also, you can hit, hit up the YouTube channel. Just search Down South IT Podcast and you'll find it there. Like, subscribe if you don't mind. Thank you again for listening. This has been My Two Cents.